Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to set up effective channel partnerships. So channel partnerships, you can call them business partnerships. You can even call them affiliate partnerships. There's a lot of different partnership terms, right? So Neil, how do you look at channel partnerships? I look at channel partnerships in which anyone is driving me sales or revenue through a specific channel. The channel doesn't necessarily have to be a channel like SEO or paid or digital it could be even something as simple as someone else has my customers. I'm going to give you an example, right? I have an ad agency. Let's say LegalZoom is signing up new businesses. LegalZoom on their checkout flow could end up promoting my business. That would be a channel partnership, for example. Great. So, yeah, there's a lot of different ways. I mean, look, a channel partnership also could be, you know, let's say they are, let's say Neil has an email list for Neil Patel Digital and I have a webinar company and I know that Neil has the customers that I want. So I could just reach out to Neil and say, hey, look, you know, why don't we do a joint webinar could be, be considered channel partnerships. You know, putting people into a sign up flow could be considered a partnership too. Um, and even doing a deal where like a, it's like a performance deal where, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, Neil in my podcast and he pays me for each lead that comes in. That's considered a partnership as well. So the question is, how do you go about setting up these channel partnerships first? So what I would say is, you know, if I want to do a deal with someone, what I would usually do is reach out to them and see what I can offer to them first. Instead of saying, Hey, we should, we should partner up. We should do something immediately instead of asking for the sale immediately. I usually won't do that because I'm probably reaching out to a founder, but if you do have the luxury of if the other company does have, uh, if they do have partnerships people on their team, then you can go, how to, go ahead and reach out to them uh, immediately. But usually what I like to do is I like to warm them up a little bit. And then that's how like, uh, for, I'll give you an example. We, right now we're talking with, uh, you know, WordStream. Right now we're talking with Unbounce. And it's a little bit of, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about how we can help each other. You know, they want they want to be able to promote to certain customers. And then I want something too. And it's it's, it's a little bit of give and take, right? It's like, oh, but let's, let's first do like Unbounce just um, this a guest post with us featured in it and we're happy to collaborate there but that's one way of building the relationship up a little bit and then slowly and slowly getting stronger and stronger doing bigger and bigger things with each other because you build a relationship and you build trust and partnerships work out the best when you can also provide value to them what i found is anytime you can help someone grow and they can help you grow that is the best way a good example of this is I'll do a webinar with Shopify. They'll help us drive customers, and I'm actually doing this at the moment. But at the same time, I'm educating their audience and giving them marketing tips because if Shopify can get their customers, their users, which are e-commerce stores, to get more traffic, more sales, that means there's more volume going through their stores, which then helps Shopify generate more income as well. There you go. So look, channel partnerships, the reason why I like them too is because usually they're not going to cost you any money. And I, my opinion is if it's pay to play, 
it's probably not the right partnership you're looking for anyway. Neil, what, what do you think about that? Have you ever done like a pay-to-play channel partnership? Because I don't think I have. I have in many cases because some people want money and it's hit or miss. I haven't found them to work as well either, but they still do work. And you just have to pick them right. And typically, if you're going to pay to play, look for the ones who have the most engagement. And engagement is a tricky thing to define. But what I mean by that is their audience is super engaged. So if they release a blog post and they get a lot of comments, that means they have a lot of engagement. If they have a social media following and they're getting a lot of likes and video views and comments and people replying, again, that's engagement. Even if they're not pushing you on those channels, it means their audience is somewhat loyal. So there's a good chance whatever partnership you do with them, it will end up working out as well. Now, in general, when you're trying to find these partnerships, I found that I generate most of them through either A, conferences, or B, I hire someone full-time to just work on BD, and they do outbound, kind of like you do sales, and they go and find people who would be ideal fit. Yeah, and I think the key here, too, is to be patient with it. It's not going to happen overnight. A lot of these partnerships and relationships take years to develop, and you know, if you just stick with it, it's kind of the same thing as, you know, with, uh, with like a, a marketing campaign or, you know, like with content marketing, for example, it takes time to develop. So um, like all good things, they take time. So Neil, is there anything else you want to add? That's pretty much it. Yeah, nothing really. And you guys should all give it a try. I know most marketers are just like, yeah, it's easier to get Facebook traffic or Google traffic. The cool part about partnerships is it's not relying on algorithms. So when some of these people drive you traffic, it's just another good diversification source. And that's the thing too, because if you build a relationship, let's say like with, uh, I build a channel partnership relationship with, with Crazy Egg, one of Neil's companies. And then, you know, that person ends up moving on to like uh, HubSpot. Guess what? That relationship still carries over and I still have the partnership from Crazy Egg initially. So it compounds. It takes time to build relationships. It's, it, but it's worth it in the long run. And it's just another way to kind of diversify because you never know what's going to happen with those paid channels. So that is it for today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It helps us grow. And if you want to grow your business faster with both Neil and I in person, just go to marketingschool.io slash live. That's L-I-V-E. And we'll see you tomorrow. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.